Welcome to the Small Church Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we are helping the small church fulfill the big mission. My name is Brian. I am a fellow small church pastor in the trenches with you and also in the trenches with us today, as ever, the best men that I know in this room, not named Brian, Joey and Colby. How are you guys doing? My life is dope and I do dope things. What? And I'm blessed. Okay, so we've got dope and blessed and life. And See, if I switched that on him, he wouldn't know how to say what I said. <laughs> Here, here's what. So, ask me how am I doing? How you, how doing, you doing, Brian? My life is blessed, and I do blessed things. There you go. Did I just do it? There you go. Am I just like yeah. uh, perfect. Is that hashtagging? Let, we're hashtagging. <laughs> we're doing something. Let the, let the circle be unbroken. By and by, Lord. By and by. That works. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, today we are doing a special episode. Of course, if you've ever listened to any episode of the Small Church Leadership Podcast... We're pretty special. <laughs> Everything's pretty, pretty special. special people, They're yeah. all special episodes. Uh, on a side note, when I was in, in college, my mom would write me letters fairly regularly the first year, um, and she would always write, you are very special on the outside of the envelope. So imagine being 20 years old, getting that. Like, nobody ever picked on me about any of that stuff. Oh, no, not, not at yeah. all. So I am very special, guys. So today's episode, we are actually talking about the fall kickoff. Wait a second. Oh. How in the world? Isn't it like the middle of the summer? How are we talking about fall kickoff? Here it is. My goodness. The beginning of July. Yes. Why are we talking about fall kickoff, guys? Because it's going to be here before you know it. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's going to be here before you know it. Like, and, and we're not talking about the like a first official day of fall. We're talking about building up to that day, yes. that yeah. time. Absolutely. So. And we're also not talking about football because we said kickoff. Like we're talking about kicking off your fall season of ministry. And it is here, guys, whether we choose to admit it or not. So. Can we have just a little bit of summer? I know, yeah, right? Yeah, Making me start already. Really, we're only about four weeks away from starting this whole thing. We really are. Like it's yeah. it's upon us. Yeah. It's here. And I was talking with our team in our staff meeting this morning. We were talking about it, and I'm like, guys, like fall kickoffs like ten weeks away. That's the day. And then you got to back up the four weeks in front of that. Like it's here. We've got to start promoting, or we, we don't have to start promoting, but we've got to start designing everything. We've got to start getting ready to make the promotions and all of that. So the reason we're doing this episode today is to encourage you to slow down, take some time, and get with your team and start thinking that way. What do you you don't late. do the best if you rush it at the last minute. Oh, you will see. Here's the thing: if you wait till the last minute, you're older, therefore wiser. Therefore, uh, you got to be good, okay. right? Got to be. Got to be. So, so you actually want us to plan this thing out and, and do it with excellence as uh, we do well, it. I don't know about excellence because I do these things too. But uh, at least we can be. What we want to do is when we have a spectacular failure, we want to know at least we plan for that. So you don't order the cards the week before you need them. Yeah, you probably should not order the cards the week before you need them and all of those things. And or so, they, they come in the week after you needed them, right? Yeah. 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 And then you're like, whoops, we just wasted some money and some time and all of that. So you're saying I can take some stress away by starting planning this now? And that's the thing. That's oh, really the thing. Oh, okay. Like, think back to when you were in school. Now, I know for some of us in this room, yeah, that was a significantly long time ago because um, they may be significantly, significantly older. older. Yeah. Um, but think back to whenever you were in school. And and there was always that the, the handful of folks that would cram at the last minute. Guilty. Now, I gotta be honest, I did that a few times. Now, every, that, that paper gets thrown at all of our doorstep at some point in yeah. life, right? 
But for the most part, you also have those nerds that would study regularly so they could just walk in the test day and it's just another day. They're also known as CEOs right now. Right, right. Yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the ones that are running yeah. the corporations that, that we buy from. <laughs> exactly right. And so there is value to planning out on the front end of this yeah. because, guys, the, here's the reality. You have two times of the year when it is like, Shooting fish in a barrel. How's that expression go? Eating fish out of a barrel. I don't know. What shooting it is. fish in a barrel. <laughs> that is so easy. We should probably plan this out before we. we I'm talking about planning. Why don't we plan our podcast out? <laughs> so there are two times a year that are super easy, like shooting fish in a barrel. And by the way, I didn't know that. I'm just trying to be funny. To get people in the church. What are those two times of the year, guys? Easter, Easter, and Christmas, and Christmas. So we know that we can get people in the doors there. But here's a thing that many people don't realize. There's an additional one, and that's the fall. The reason it's the fall is because summertime is over, and parents have to get their kids back in school. So gone are the days of vacation. No more beach trips. They're getting back in a regular rhythm, and part of what that regular rhythm looks like is going to church. Rhythm and routine. They're back in the rhythm and That's routine. It. And now they're ready to get church on their routine. Absolutely. And so this is a great time for us to leverage that. This is a really good time for us to just jump on that and, man, get as much out of it as we can. So when we think about fall kickoff, guys, uh, in terms of just your ministries and the churches that you're leading, what comes to mind right now? Football. Football. <laughs> Go dogs. Uh, a lot of planning. Uh, getting the team together, and that's the big thing that a lot of places don't do is they don't get the team together. They just kind of say, uh, you know, a lot of places, and I was guilty of this until I, I figured out this process uh, and was taught this process. I tell my team, this is what we're going to do. And they all just stood there like, <laughs> okay, what does this mean? And so getting the team together, getting getting things planned, um and when it when you go, this is what we're going to do. Then it's your plan. It's uh, it's yeah. on you to execute. And, and I quit telling them this is what we're going to do. I ask, what are we going to do? Yeah, and I think that that's a shift in leadership. Yeah. Whenever you can go in with the big picture vision of, and here's a big picture vision of fall kickoff. People are going to be open to going to church. We should leverage that. That's yeah. a big picture vision, really. We're, this day is we're going to have a big yeah. fall kickoff. So how do you so want that to look? What is that going to look like? Yeah. Exactly. And so today we're going to get into some creative ideas uh, of what that will look like. Like we've all done different things for fall kickoff. We've seen some of them work really well. Some of them work not quite as well as they could have. We've all got some battle scars and some participation trophies as well from fall <laughs> kickoff. So let's just jump right into the wave. Now, I want to let you know right on the front part of this, we're not going to go super in-depth in the wave. And the reason is we did the wave very in-depth this year for Easter. So you can go and check out our five-part series that we have on the Small Church Leadership Podcast. They're called Special Episodes, the Easter Growth Wave, and that's episodes 18 through 22 of our podcast. Can you guys believe we've been doing that many episodes? I'm surprised. Crazy. This yeah, is we still have right we now. still have a couple listeners. This is crazy. We, the, uh, now we've moved from the tens of listeners to now the handfuls of listeners. I don't know, whatever. So, <laughs> but like this is episode 30, what did I say, 38? But you can go and check out episodes 18 through 22. That will go more in depth into some of the stuff with the wave. But basically, here's what the wave looks like. You've got four weeks leading up to the big day. Now, the big day will be your fall that's kickoff. That's four weeks of actually doing events. Four weeks that's of not doing four weeks things. Of planning. Right, yes, that's four weeks of doing things. 
stuff like um, invitation cards, having them in the pews and having people hold those invitation cards up while you're praying over those cards and asking them to invite their friends. There are invitation videos that we do. What are some other things that you guys have done? On Prayer, the cards, where we Prayer cards. Strategically list five people who we're going to be praying for and inviting to come to the service. Yeah, and so, Colby, what's something else that you've done on the front side of the wave? So I've already time? forgot what you guys said. We're talking about the front side of the wave. <laughs> I know man. that, but uh, door <laughs> hangers. Uh, door hangers. We, we've done door, door hangers. Uh-huh. I was trying to think if you guys yeah. had already said door hangers. Uh, so we do, do, we've do. we done door hangers in the community around we, us. We, we'll forgive him. He's thinking about Ohio State whooping up. Well, we Michigan. talked about football. So. He's thinking about Ohio State putting a, put, beating the brakes off of Michigan this fall. I was actually reading the notes, and I got lost. <laughs> Sorry. So about door hangers, here's one of my fails with the door hangers i went into a apartment complex that didn't allow you to put stuff up oh man and so everyone we put up somebody come and yank down because we wasn't allowed to do that and so make sure you got permission permission especially in apartment complexes Mm -hmm. stuff like that it's i would say it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask permission (laughs) so hang them up and hope that maybe one or two get pulled by the occupant before management comes through and yanks them but that's just what about this what about you wait in the parking lot and just when people get out of their cars just bum rush them (laughs) yeah i like it i like it i like it you know go to a grocery store in the parking lot and just put them on windshields yeah so so door hangers uh yard signs that's something to, that we we will do on the 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 day leading the days leading up on the front side of the wave. So really, the front side of the wave, you're so thinking yard signs, real quick. Just yard signs, like the political yard signs of vote for so and so. You can go to like signsonthecheap.com or you can go to gotprint.com and you can order. You can go to Vistaprint. I mean, there's a bunch of different companies that that you can get yard signs from. But essentially, what you want on that big day is you want to kick off a new sermon series, or if it's a standalone like Easter. And you want to have that graphic on a yard sign so that all of your promotional materials look the same. And the idea is kind of like, uh, so where we're at in Virginia, if you drive south, you get into North Carolina. If you keep driving, you get in South Carolina because that's how the eastern seaboard works, right? But if you've ever driven on 95 South, you know at the border of North Carolina and South Carolina is Pedro's place. That's right? Pedro's south place. Of the border. But like 120 miles out, yeah. they start their billboards. And anybody that's ever driven on 95 South through that section, and they do it going north as well, they start their billboards so far out so that by the time you get to Pedro's, you're like, okay, this is the place that they've been telling us about. And so, and like, then you're severely disappointed. You're very disappointed, <laughs> especially me. Like I grew up like a hundred miles away from there, so we would like go there on the weekends to party when I was in high school before I was a Christian. <laughs> and so, like I've literally watched the place fall apart. But anyway, so like this is what the front side of the wave is. It's all about promotion. So when you get all of your promotion that are together, like your yard signs, your door hangers, your social media event, like a Facebook event or something like that, what happens is everybody sees all of that. And some people are going to be like, I'm so tired of seeing that graphic or hearing about that event. But there are other people that are going to be like, man, God must be talking to me because I see yard signs and people are giving me invitation cards. Now, on the yard signs, you want to be careful and not put, come join us at the fall kickoff at First Church of Forever (laughs) at 1565, you know, Portsmouth Road. Yeah, think about it. They call it the T, it's got to pass the T-shirt test. So, like, six words or less, if yeah. possible. Like, your website, the date, 
and the time that it starts. Like, so, that's it. So that's how you're going to communicate where do they go is the website then? Right. The website. And the website is another thing that you prep on the front side of that. I like what you're doing there. You're setting them up for me to just <laughs> knock them down. I like it. The website is where we want to push people to like a landing page. Now, Colby, your landing page for Easter is what is the one that you guys use? That We did uh, he redeems.us. He redeems.us. Yeah. And so that was like everything that they pushed for Easter. And then when they went there, it shot them. It took them straight to our regular website. website. So it wasn't two separate web pages that we, we just owned the domain name. It's not like we had to develop two separate websites. We had our regular website, but just that domain was Mm -hmm. attached to it. So it made it a lot easier for people to just click in, type in he redeems.us. And it takes you right to uh, portsmouthfriends.church and plug Mm -hmm. that. Website right there, and and, and then they we're were able to get that. Then we doing? get that information. Actually, we kind of are. We kind of are. We're in the building right now. So you but yeah, the website, and so like, there's also the landing page that you can do. That's a little bit different than what you've got with that. That takes you just to the straight web page, which there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of places are doing specific branded landing pages, and basically a landing page. So think um, Black Friday at Target, right? Like you go to their website, and it like boom pops up. Would you like to receive a thousand percent off of this thing you've been looking for? Sign your email address here. And that's the landing page to capture the information. Well, the way that would look like on your wave is like, say, your wave, like ours, I think this year is the 16th or something of September. So, uh, sorry, the 12th of September. So it would be like, hey, fall kickoff, which we call ours Tailgate Sunday. And there's a whole reason behind that. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But so they would go to like, we don't have the domain, but they could go to tailgatesunday.com if we had that domain and it would pop up the landing page. And the landing page would simply be this event's going on and we're super excited to have you. Let us reserve a seat for you. How many people are with you? How many kids will you have? And then when they submit that, you have their email information because you, you have a way that you can contact them. You know how many people they're bringing, and then that will automatically redirect them to the main website. So, yes, everything wants to work in tandem together. It's like a uh, – like think about a, a freight train. All of those cars are connected together, and they're pulling in one direction. So you want everything on the front side of the wave to be connected together, your prayer cards, your invitation cards, your yard signs, your door hangers, your website, your landing page, You want ev- and your volunteers, by the way, <laughs> who are inviting people. Yes. Everything is in tandem working together for the one thing. So front side of the wave, you've got four weeks that there are specific things to be doing. Again, check out the five-part special episode on the Easter growth wave, episodes 18 through 22. So, guys, that's the front side of the wave. What did I miss? What did we not talk about? Nothing, because we said go to the special episode, right? So we got it covered. The day of. What's happening on the day of the wave? What's the win? How do I know if I won for the four weeks before? That's a great question. That's a fantastic question. He's lobbing you softballs. Man, he's letting me look like a freaking (laughs) church consultant. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say freaking. You're good. Okay. He's letting me look like a church consultant. So, the, the way that you know that you won. Is that you've accomplished it. No. Is that you double. The goal is to double your attendance on the day of the wave. So in other to keep it simple, if you had 30 people regularly attending your church on the day of your wave, 60 people, that's how you know you succeeded on the front side of the wave. Okay. Now, numbers will vary. We didn't exactly double, but we were like two people away from doubling at Easter. That's still a win. Okay. Yeah, Just, yeah. Like I'm not beating my team apart because we missed by two people. I'm not we had that many people out for for our last big wave event. So but the the general idea is that you want to double. That's how you know you've won on the front side of the wave. So now, Joey, what exactly would happen on the day of the wave? 
We do the event. Wow. And we do it big. And we do it well. At least, I've heard two schools of thoughts. Do it big, or then, then, then they come back next week and disappointed because they're not getting the same thing. Or, uh, I would say, do it big, but be consistent where you can have some of the same elements there. Yeah. It may not be as big, yeah. but some of the same elements. There. Be you. Don't, don't go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about that in the, in yeah. the other episodes, 18 to 22, uh, where we didn't call in a special guest speaker. We didn't call in a, a special music, uh, band or anything like that. We used our people doing our thing. Um, we just did it really, 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 yeah. really well. Kobe missed this week an opportunity to have a, uh, a special song he, sung he at did. his church, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had Kobe. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that scraggler that came into your congregation? <laughs> yeah. So you know, our our mission is to meet people where they are with the beloved Jesus Christ, and we had a this uh, scruffy, significantly older dude come in, <laughs> and uh, he came, he came into church on Sunday. Uh, he took a couple weeks off at of his church, so he came into ours, and uh, I tried to get him to preach, and he wouldn't, and tried to get him to sing, and he wouldn't, and. Oh, my goodness. He, I had a straggler come in my church like week that before. the week before. before yeah. He was trying to sell, sell produce. He to sell vegetables, man. <laughs> These significantly older guys who were on sabbatical checking churches out. So um, so the day of. I'm sorry. I got us all. Oh, no. We're good. We chased that rabbit. All right. Listen, this is what, episode 38. If people have been with us for 38, they know us. <laughs> they know now. we're going down us. So, uh, yeah, it's only uh, it all, down, all uphill from here, right? That's right. <laughs> we so, can't so go any lower. Here's some things that's really important to talk about. As, you're, as Colby brought this point up, great remembrance to be yourself. The purpose of promoting this day, other than getting people who don't go to church in the church, is for them to see your church. They're shopping for your church. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to invite, like, you, you know, some big-name speaker to come in for that day because you're not going to fill those shoes next week because we don't want them to come to this event, do we? We want them to come back. back. The whole goal ah, is to get them to come to back. To get them to come back. We want people connected to our church. Yeah. Don't you sit in the in the, wherever you're listening to this podcast and be all super holy and be like, well, brother, as long as one person is reached, that's what matters. Fooey. <laughs> Fooey, I say. Like we want we're doing we're putting all this energy into this so your church can grow, so people can get connected to your church, not the capital C church, your church. Because hopefully your church is a biblical church that honors Jesus. And when they get connected to your church, they are connected to the capital C church. So be yourself, but be a little bit better version of yourself. Like don't preach an hour if you can stand it. Like my goodness, not many people can survive. Like there's a fine line between a hostage negotiation (laughs) and a good sermon. Okay. And this is what I've had to learn. I love the sound of my voice. Everybody else doesn't. No. So shut that bad boy down about thirty minutes. I, I mean, but anyway. I, I could feel us going down another rabbit hole yeah, here. But, but, it, but it is, it is a good point. Uh, if you're if you're used to going like twenty, twenty five, maybe thirty, don't go forty five to sixty. Because you got more people. To you right. Yeah. You got I'm more people. I'm gonna preach out. Uh-huh. I got. More you got more people that are going to give you them blank stares. Uh-huh. What you want to? The whole goal is get them that first time so they can come back a second That's time. That's right. Because they come back a second. time. Time, they're more likely to stay, and I can't bang the table. So, <laughs> if yeah. you get them there the second time, they're more likely to stay. Yeah. So that first time is to get them in there, and yeah. then the goal is to bring them back. So if you preach an hour, wait till they're there three or four weeks before you go that yeah, hour, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And because here's the thing, you got to add all of this into consideration. We need to do a whole episode on preaching seriously, but like, you may feel like the spirit is moving. Do those nursery workers? 
who are wiping snotty noses on diaper and, number three and, and and starting veggie tails over again is the spirit moving in the nursery with the extra kids they're not used to uh-huh yeah so don't not tell the me regular the kids moving. the extra kids that come here's in here's the truth the truth is your ego is moving because more people are in the building yeah. and you want to act like a rock star preacher but at any rate maybe we lost a lot of listeners there <laughs> still so on the day of, how do we know we've won the day of? Getting connect cards. If Getting you don't have cards. their information, you cannot follow up on them. Well, why do we need to follow up with them? Don't, you, if they love Jesus, wouldn't they just come back to church? I wish it worked that way, don't you? <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. We've got to get connection cards. So how do we get connection cards on on that Sunday, the day of? Uh, I, I bribe them or I, I, I guilt them. I was going to say trick them. I, I, <laughs> Definitely. I, I guilt them, and I stole this from Colby, uh, so he could probably speak to it a little bit more better, but I... More better. More better. More, more better. Listen, more better. people have been with us for 38 episodes. They know us by now. Uh, I, I tell them, listen, we give to this. So $5 is going to be given to this organization. If you, uh, it's if you want the children to miss out, then don't, don't get and, and, and that's a great point is, you know, we, we have done the last three organizations that we've done have been children organizations that we give money to, uh, by them turning in their card, we give $5 to this organization that has something to do with children. Uh, we don't want it to be to the pastor's golf fund. You know, we don't want it to be to the pastor's fund. truck fund. Yeah, fund. Uh, you know, uh, ammo is expensive, so we need yes. more people to, 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 to come in and, and fill the pastor's uh, ammo fund. So it's got to be something that is going to actually. You notice he didn't say the pastor's grill and smoker fund, did he? He didn't say I, that. I could use. I've got 11. I could use yeah, some more. Use another one. <laughs> yeah. We did a series on, on having hobbies and, and I'm trying to build that hobby. <laughs> up. I did cook ribs yeah. last night. They were going, oh, oh, man. oh, oh my gosh. Oh. So, so good. I, I do want to say this as we're talking about gathering people's information, like that we had this awesome thing happen yesterday at Forward Church. So we had uh, another first time family in there and which is interesting because we've got, we had a third time family. So they've been connecting, right. they've been coming back, we've been running through the process. They have been inviting people. So we're getting first time families two weeks in a row from the fir- from the family that's starting to get connected with our church. So we push the connection card. And really that's what you're saying on the day of is like, hey man, have them in the parking lot pushing connection cards. Hey, well, you're new here, we'd love to get connected with you. Just all the time talking about connection cards. One of our team members sent a kid with a connection card to welcome this new family. And so you I, you may not even believe in God, yes. but you know you're going to bust hell wide open if you don't feel that connection yeah, card. For that little kid, yeah. exactly. That's a great. Hey, Colby's church did a great job. By the way, they did a great job on Sunday. Once I got in the door, now there was a sign, uh, you belong here. So I waited at that sign and nobody come and got me. We were hoping you would leave. <laughs> so yeah, that, that sign wasn't for you. Uh, no, once I got in, once I got in the building, I, there was people there greeting me. Yeah. And then, uh, after greeting me, hey, we, we like to fill out a connect card. And they did a great job of trying to get that card from me. Of course, I said I'm a pastor friend. I got my own truck. You didn't fill one out. I didn't. Did, Why didn't you fill one out? Hey, no, that's five dollars you just took away from the Virginia oh, see, for, see, the, for the for the Virginia I, Beach Justice Initiative. I didn't hear that, that from fu- the pulpit or from them. They oh, just snap. they just guys, try to get me to fill out the card. I, I will. T- I will. On, guys, we're, we're <laughs> going down this. We're, we're going down this rabbit oh, hole. Yeah, yeah. But if a crime happens, we're recording this. And we don't now, if you fill out that car, we give five dollars to the Virginia Beach Justice Initiative, and they are fighting human trafficking. And here at Portsmouth First Friends Church, we love to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So we want to give that money away. And you didn't fill out a card. Shame on wow. you! Man. So I know my, fill out a card I know my people minute. filled this out. So what you're saying, 
is you Joey, don't love kids or that, Jesus. You don't love kids, and you want kids to continue to be sex trafficked. <laughs> That's but, what happens. No, it's tough love. If, no, if, tough love, dummy. If I'd have heard that on Sunday, I'd have filled it out. <laughs> you did hear that on Sunday. Did you might have been. You might have been asleep was, already. I, I was out. You, <laughs> you fell asleep pretty quick. Did you no. say it loud enough for those significantly older ears? <laughs> yeah. That could have been the problem. Okay. That could have been the problem. Okay. Boy, we went I, way I down a rabbit in, hole here. I did, I, did, I did come in a couple minutes here's, late. So here's my family best. was late. Here's the best part for those of you that are still listening. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As we've got, we're only a third of the way through, not even a third of the way through of our our talking points here of an episode that before we hit record said, there's no way we can turn we this can. into two or three episodes. You put three pastors in a room and we can talk it so, out. So the front side of the wave, the goal is to double. The top of the wave, the goal is to get connection cards so you can follow up with them. Now the back side of the wave. Well, Ham, before we get to the back side of the wave, because this is a little different. This is a different than the other two where Easter, mm-hmm. I, I think I have something to preach around on Easter. There's something significant okay. happens around there. Christmas, right. there's something significant, but there's no significant event. So that sermon series mm-hmm. for that day, why does, how does that look? Because it's different than having a standalone. So what I've done in the past is I've done a standalone on that day only, and then and that would kick off the series that starts next week. Yeah, that's and, and, I, and we yeah. we talk about that with Easter. We talk about that with Christmas. And so I've done a standalone on that day as well, and and kick off a new series starting yeah. the next week. Well, why that's standalone really on that day and then kick off a new series the next? Well, you don't want the, you don't want like part three of a series for new people that come in. They're like, wait a minute, I missed the first two parts, yeah. and so now I'm lost, yeah. and I Nobody have no. Idea. Idea what to you're go talking to the about. movie and walk in halfway through. Right, okay. right. And, and so you want to start something that's, if it's a standalone, start it there. If it, if you really want to do it, start a brand new series that day and leave a cliffhanger so that they have to come back next week or the, and the week yeah. after and, uh, and, and tell them that there's a big surprise at the end. If you are here for all three, you're going to win a prize and the prize is right. Jesus. But, you know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> now let me say this. So, so, so a series like the prophetic, uh, uh, um, Significance of the tent pegs, or something like that. Yeah, you could, yeah. You, could, you, could, you could definitely do that. Jesus in the tent pegs. The, the, <laughs> now, I, I do want to interject on this particular thing because this is something that I'm super passionate about, and that's going verse by verse through the Bible. Right? You guys know me. That's mm-hmm. like I feel like you just hate Jesus if you don't do that. Uh, but and you can disagree with me. You've been wrong before. Um, but like, so there are probably people listening going, "Well, how do you do that, Brian? Like, didn't you take a year and a half to preach through the Gospel of Mark? Yes, I did." And the way you do that, right now we're in 1 Corinthians, plan your sermons out ahead of time. Well, what about if the Spirit's going to lead me? Can't he lead you in your planning? I w- if this were at Forward Church, I would drop this mic, but this is your church, Colby. And I'm not <laughs> Don't break my mic. mics. So, like, plan it out. So we're right now actively making sure that we're hitting our marks with our sermon calendar mm-hmm. so that when Tailgate Sunday gets here, our fall kickoff, we can do a standalone series that will lead into a, quote, new sermon series. But it's not new. We're still going to be in First Corinthians. We'll just be like chapter so, 7 or whatever. So is. how does that work? I mean, you're preaching through Corinthians. How do you do a series in the middle of so Corinthians? The, the, what you do is you sit back and you read the big picture. You look at it from 30,000 foot and you see what is this book about? Where are the natural breaks in the author's thought? Like even in this podcast, we've had several different breaks in different trains of thinking. So build your series around those. It's kind of mini series. So it's a big series through the book of First Corinthians, but like we kicked off and like we talked about identity. Now, Paul doesn't necessarily say identity in First Corinthians 1 and 2, but he's dealing with their identity in Christ. 
So that's a big theme that we can wrap that sermon series around. Right now we're in a series that's called um, Come Together. And 1 Corinthians 3 and 4, they're really dealing with, and even 1 and 2, but they're dealing with issues of division. So this is a good way to talk about unity and come together. So that's all you do. You just read the book from the big picture themes and work around that. So you start a series on themes. I, I like how you do I'm trying to pull that yeah, out of, of course, you. Of course, of course. So you break that down. Uh, so the next time you come to a big theme, you title that and have a title for right. that theme yeah. in a run three or four weeks, yeah. however and the natural not, thing is. I'm not chasing the topic and then finding sermon uh, scripture to back up the topic. I'm going to the scripture and seeing what topic the scripture is dealing with. Yes. And then finding that theme. That and theme. it's difficult because, like, man, we've been talking about, like, the Corinthian church fighting with I'm of Paul and I'm of Apollos. Like, no, nobody in our church has ever physically met Paul or Apollos. But you know what they have done? They've divided themselves politically. They've divided yeah. themselves theologically. They've divided themselves in many different ways. So what I've had to do is look, what's the biblical principle? What's the timeless truth? What's the topic that I can build this sermon series around? Yeah, and, and something else that you might want to do is what is a need in the community? Yeah. Well, you're addressing a right, need absolutely. beginning and, this series And I off. do want to say I'm not anti-topical preaching at all. Like topical preaching is very helpful. And maybe you should push pause on your verse-by-verse series so you can do three or four weeks on a felt need. Like marriage, that's a good thing you could talk about in the fall. Um, raising godly children, like a family series, that's a good thing you could talk about in the fall. Finances, that's a good thing you could talk about in the fall. The Bible has a lot to say about all of those things. And if you can use that as a hook, like I, use, I do like Colby does, I do a standalone on the big day of the event so that I can hook them to come back. So that big day of the event, we're going to do this fun, gospel-centered message, usually something from the gospels about somebody connecting with Jesus. And then it's going to be like, guys, next week, have you ever struggled with your finances and felt like you needed more money in life? Well, we're going to Tithing. Start, right? Like, <laughs> we're going to start a five-week series on how I can get more money by you giving. No. Like, so those are things that we do to use a hook to get them to come back. Now, here's something else that's really important is the the next week. Now, it starts officially the backside of the wave, but what I wish I had known before, we, Joey, you and I were in this training, and our friends at One City Church, uh, uh, what is it, weareonecity.com, their bounce-back event was amazing for Easter. Oh, yes. So Easter, everybody's going to show up for church. We all feel like we're the best thing since sliced bread. The week after Easter, we're putting our resignation in because nobody comes back <laughs> to church. But our friends at One City Church... Joey, tell the folks what they did for their bounce back event. They had a petting they zoo. They had a stinking petting zoo, kicked off a new sermon series in their kids' ministry about like wild animals, had all these petting zoo animals there. They gave out candy and like it was amazing. I wanted to go to the petting zoo. I wanted to go. Like, and that's a bounce back event. So, what they did is they didn't do that on Easter. And many of us will do that on Easter. And we'll miss the opportunity to use that as a bounce Well, back. why do they target a children's series during that time? Oh, because if you get the children, you get mama and daddy. Whether you like it or not. Uh-huh. And, and where we're living at today, the children determine, especially on weekends, yeah. the, the protect the direction, the direction mm-hmm. of the family. If they go, I want to go back to children's church. I want to go back to children's church. Then guess what? Mm, exactly, they're coming back to your yeah. church. You got to be whether they cold, like it or not. You got to be a cold joker to not take your kid to kids' church. Because here's the thing, guys: they have already proven that they're open to going to church because they were there for the big, the big event. event. So it's not like you're talking to stone cold atheists who never would step foot in a church. 
They've gone to your event. They've responded to your promotion on the front side of this thing. So they're basically, they're like, you remember the movie Hitch with Will Smith and, uh, and Kevin James where he's teaching them how to like uh, be a date, how to, how to be like the, pick up, pick yeah. up women. He does this one part where he's like, how can you tell if she wants a kiss goodnight? He's like, well, the women will fidget her keys at the door. And he takes his keys out and he goes, I'm fidgeting, I'm fidgeting. If they show up for your event, they're fidgeting. They're showing you that they're interested in church. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe not your church, but you've got them there to help get them connected to your church, hopefully. And that's why that bounce back event matters. So that starts the backside of the wave where you do a ton of follow-up. You're, you're doing handwritten cards. You're doing emails. You're having other events like guest meals where you're inviting people back so they can find out more about the church. You're getting them connected and serve events and all of those things. The backside of the wave is really huge. So, Joey, you said that the win on the day of the wave is to get connection cards. I said the win leading up to the wave is to double. What's the win on the backside of the wave? If you can retain 25 to 30% of the people that you had. 25 to 30%. I know that just sounds so unspiritual to me. Are you serious right now, bro? Yeah, you, All this work for 25 to 30? Yes. And, and, and so I, I did this. This was what I did for, I did the big event. I was, I was able to gather people. I did nothing on the backside to get them back. And so that next week, nobody was there because they'd done their, uh, they did their duty. They did their uh, duty the week before and two or three weeks. And I'm going, I, they hated me I, because I did not work the backside. I did not work to bring them back and get mm. them back. And I, and I thought everybody, because they heard me that week, That's would right. be back uh-huh. the next week. They're dazzled by your hour-long yeah. sermon. No way. We've already <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. Uh, and so when they didn't come back, it would lead to depression. Why am I going to do uh-huh. this? Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when reality, the churches that work hard, hard to to get people back only only get 30%. Yeah, and I think that's like I think that's like the ones that are absolutely killing it, killing it. Like I, I don't killing even think that's a regular number for like I think the number's like even lower than twenty five to thirty percent usually. And and so here's hear what we're saying, church leader. It is hard work to get people to connect to your church. It is hard, hard work. That's why we're stopping in July to help get us ready to look at that. And that's why you need to double on the day of. So you have a bigger pool. A bigger pool, exactly. We remember only twenty five percent of that is coming back. If you if you work and do your due diligence, you might you might you might retain twenty five percent. But having twenty five percent is better than having no having percent. no percent, right? Yeah, and man, so this is I, I will say the proof is in the pudding. We've done this and it has absolutely worked. Like it, for for our church, I was looking just today, and I'll pull up some of our numbers right here. Uh, just so I can brag on, on this online right now. But we were looking just today in our staff meeting when we were here. We reopened our services this year, and we're a small church. We reopened our services this year after COVID in February. Um, we had a case that we were going to open in January, in December. We had a case of COVID run through or several cases, so we had to shut down. We opened in February, and I honestly thought that I was going to have to find a new career. Our average in February was 33 people. Keep in mind, there are five people in my family, okay? <laughs> like, there were some days that there were more people on the stage than there were in the crowd leading praise and worship. So, uh, But we look now, man, our June averages are 59 people right now. So we've doubled. Like, we, we've seen doubled in our averages. What happened? We've been working the wave. We've been intentional on the backside. We treat every Sunday now as a mini wave, and every Monday as a backside of that mini wave, and we've been seeing some some good things take place. 
Um, here's a bigger number too, though. Our volunteers went from 11 to 15 on average. Sweet. That's the yes. number you want. Because if they're serving, they're going to get connected, but that's another podcast. So, so we day. not only want to get them back, we want to get them connected. And that's then. what the backside of the wave is, right, getting them connected. So what's this backside of the wave? Well, the backside of the wave is something that is so amazing that Colby's going to tell us about it. All right, Colby. So this is the this is the way you hook them in, the way you get them connected. Uh, I think you already talked about it with the uh, the meal Um the guest meal on the, the next Sunday after you have sent them. Uh, so you got church on Sunday, Monday, you've reached out to them. One of the things I like to do is I like to reach out to them and the person that invited them yes, reaches out to so them. Good. That's and so that good. way they're getting, they're getting the double. And so we invite them back. And if you come back, we're having a meal. If you, you know, you, I think you ask if you had any allergies or anything like that. Yeah. I don't ask that because if you do, you just, it's more for me to eat. So I don't really, um, but, um, yeah, I, I haven't really, I haven't done meals. And so I was going to, I was going to interject something not to do is go on vacation like I did. Um, cause, cause, cause I mean, but I had it scheduled and, and, and it was, it was what it was. And, and sometimes that stuff happens. Uh, I was actually here for the, the Sunday after Easter, but then I went, I actually had meetings, uh, denominational meetings the next Sunday, uh, next week. And so I left on us on a Sunday morning. So we're I wasn't here two weeks after our kickoff this yeah. year. Me and yeah. Kelly, and, and the race we're running. And then I got, uh, then it's I was on vacation. So. Brian's running. I'm waddling. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, you want to, you want to have something where you're reaching out to them, telling them about your church, telling them, uh, and inviting them to the guest meal for the Sunday after the event. Um, and then, uh, you've also got baptisms in there, child dedications, and you know each week, each week, each yeah. week yeah. you've so got are, something. So don't do them all in things. one, right. but you're doing the meal one, you're doing baptisms one, you're doing child dedication one. Um, and so you and, use the child dedication and the baptism for them to invite their friends. Kind of mini waves right yeah. there yeah. to invite so friends. Now, and family now they're drawing in at uh, the meal. You wanna you wanna give them some sort of hey, here are the things that. You want it to be about them, you know, so if it's an hour long, 50 minutes on them, 10 minutes on us, here's who we are, here's what we do, here's where we can get, if you want to get connected, here's how we can get you connected. Yeah. And we've got these serve teams that you can get onto, we've got these small groups that you can get into, mm-hmm. what what interests do you have and, and how you yeah. can get into all and of those. And it don't have to be complicated, it don't have to be expensive. No, it's church, we're going to make it complicated. <laughs> we do Little Caesars. Yeah. Little Caesar pizza. Yeah, it's not, not expensive. And, and go, what's your favorite pizza? And then we get that favorite pizza free. for them. My favorite pizza is and free. if they can't have pizza, we go to the next door to the Subway and get them a Subway salad. Yeah. So you got pizza yeah. or salad. That's your two choices. And, hey, it doesn't even have to be that intense. Like, again, I want to talk about one city. These guys do a great job with it. They go to Costco. And they buy, like, bulk cookies. And then they individually wrap them. And they put a sticker with their logo on it. And they have coffee that they are already serving on Sunday morning. So, like, it doesn't have to be expensive. Because what the small church pastor out there listening to, what's he saying right now about a meal? There is so much extra work I got to do. I can't do it. I can't afford it. All this work. No. Make it easy. Make it simple. Make it simple. Yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. What Package of Hydrox. What? Package of Hydrox cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know there's a Hydrox? Just get saltine crackers and potted meat. You'll be good to go. <laughs> That's for our churches in the South. They'll definitely do that. I want to say this. I want to, again, bring up One City. You should check their website out, weareonecity.com. I think it's .com. It might be .org. They do this amazing thing at their at their guest meal. And they did this at this – we were at this training together, and they were talking about it. And, like, people on my team wanted to leave our church and drive to go to be a part of their church. And I'm like, I'll kill you. But anyway <laughs> – he, they have a a, a a flyer like a, a card, 
And on the one side of the card are the four core values of one city. And I forget what their core values are. But on the other side are all the things that you can do to serve. So media team, parking lot, ushers, kids ministry, all that. What he'll do, what Pastor Tommy will do is he'll say, man, I want to just tell you the, the four, who we are. Here are the four things that make one city one city. And he casts that vision, and he's like, but you know why I'm telling you this? If you will help me by, fill, by signing up to serve on one of these places, and he flips the card over, if you can help me do this, we'll all together be able to do that. And he flips the card back mm-hmm. over. And what does he do? He connects the big picture vision with them serving, which is what we need to be doing. Yeah. We don't want people to be in the kids' ministry just because we don't have anything to do with our kids. Like, no, like we're wanting them to meet Jesus. And so I stole that. It's one, we are one city.com. Thanks, Joey. I stole that from Pastor Tommy in our last guest meal we had. I was like, guys, let me tell you something. At Forward Church, our mission is simple. We're helping people move forward with God. And in Portsmouth alone, there are 97,000 people. And we know we need as many churches as we can to reach them. And you know how we're going to do that? We're going we're gonna to help people. We're going to invest in people. We're going to help them move forward, make progress with their life, and not just with their life, but with God. And you know how we can do that? By you signing one of these serve cards. Yeah. And this is not me being sleazy. I genuinely believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe if kids get served in a healthy and in a safe and in a powerful environment and they get a relationship with Jesus, it'll help their lives forever. It'll help mom and dad to be able to come into a place where they can hear the gospel of Jesus and the word of God and get like, I believe that. And this on the backside of the wave helps other people get connected in with that. And he tells them, if I'm not mistaken, you need this more than we just need you to fill a position. Yeah. yeah. He's showing them. And so what he does, and, and I, I've learned we used to say it this way, what you do to get people, you have to do to keep people. And that's true. So like if you're doing just big events all the time, you have to keep doing big events because the serotonin floor will raise <laughs> or the expectation floor as well will raise. But also how you reach people is how you will develop people. So what I mean by that is this straight on the front end, when you're letting people come in, if you let them come in and sit in your church for four weeks without doing anything, and without pushing them to, this is our expectation, what expectation have you told them? Yeah, they can come and just sit All there. you need to do at sit. this church is just show up and sit. But if you say, hey, your first Sunday is here today and to this afternoon. We're having guest meal. We want your behind there. And from day one, we want you to know that save people, serve people, and you're called to be, to, like, you're, you're setting the bar up that this is what discipleship looks like in this church. So those are some things on the back side of the wave. Now, as we're approaching, what, like minute 50 of this podcast? Yeah, somewhere around. I shut the timer I, off. I want to say, we're not going to go too in-depth on this. <laughs> so if you want to know more about it, you can go to episodes 18 through 22. So, guys, what do you say we cut it right here? We'll call it a day, and we'll bring back the rest of this stuff the next time. How's that sound? We got more to talk about? We got more to talk about. Here's what we got to talk about. How do you choose the proper date for your fall kickoff? Yeah. Okay. What do you do? How do you, do you just pick a day in September or October? What does that look like? Well, let's talk about choosing a proper date. What about promotion? What will that look like? How can we prime the pump with the team? How can we make them ready to go? And also, what are some creative ideas to do? Well, we've got a lot of ideas that are creative and a lot of stuff that will help you with this next step with your fall wave. And so we really appreciate you hanging out. Joey, why don't you tell the people what they really need to know right now? What you really need to know is go to wherever <laughs> you're getting this podcast and give us a five-star rating. People are like, where am I getting it? I'm getting <laughs> it from my telephone. I'm listening right now on my smartphone. That's where I get it. Is that where you get them? <laughs> oh. No, I've got a dumb phone. It matches my face. <laughs> Colby, right. what's up? 
Uh, go to facebook.com slash small church leadership. Uh, like our page. We post some things out there periodically. There's a pretty good picture. There's a pretty good picture of Joey on there for his birthday. And we uh, didn't put one of you up there because you hate birthdays. And that's right. why we didn't do it. Birthdays that. are dumb. Even though you're significantly catching up. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, guys, this has been another installment of the Small Church Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we are prayerfully and hopefully helping the small church fulfill the big mission. We'll see you next time, guys. I am Brian. I'm Colby. And I'm Joey. We love you. Bye.